Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Of every race, background, religion, and creed, every child of every color, born and unborn, is made in the holy image of God. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. The alarms are going off in my mind. I think they're going off in your mind. Uh, I am angry and distressed and alarmed more than ever before about the things that are occurring in this nation. They redefine what our election is about. They redefine what our priorities are. Uh, They redefine how we have to deal with those who disagree with us. It's like we can sit here and it would be very appropriate for us to just pound on the table and yell because this is bad. Now, I'm not saying that the pounding and the yelling are the solution to the problem or uh, the end goal or the thing that's going to fix things, but it's the beginning. It's got to be the beginning. Remember, I brought to your memory before that the scene from the movie Network in the, in the 70s, the guy goes into the TV studio, the newscaster, and it's like, you got you to gotta get mad. I don't know what the solution is to all the problems in the world, but you got to start by getting mad. You got to say, I'm a human being. I have dignity, and, 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 and I'm not going to take this anymore. And so he says to people, get up. Get up and go to the window and open the window and put your head out and yell out the window at the top of your voice. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And you see people start doing that from city to city to city. It's a, it's a hilarious scene. But it really captures a truth that that, that applies to this moment here. It's time to pull the fire alarm. You know, you see the, uh, yeah, wherever you go, you know, you have, hopefully you have one in your your place of work and you have something at home, you know, some kind of uh, smoke detectors. Sometimes you got to pull the fire alarm. You got to break that glass, you know, you break glass here, you know, in the case of an emergency. It's an emergency. I'm going to go through some things here, and it's like, you know, if you're following these things, as I know many of you are, you know, these are things that you've been following too, but we've got to talk about them. We're going to rouse ourselves up to action here. Let's start with the Word of God. It's one of the unique things about this program. We take the same things that many commentators are commenting on, but we we do it in the light of Scripture and, and faith. So Jeremiah 20 starting with verse 9, says this, If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terror is on every side. Denounce him, let us denounce him. Say all my close friends watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived, then we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts who test the righteous, who see the mind and heart, let me see your vengeance upon them. For to you I have committed my cause. 
Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for He has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of evildoers. Let us pray. Lord, we are indeed alarmed. We are indeed distressed and angry. We see things, Lord, if we understand what is happening right now in America, we see things that are totally unprecedented and not just wrong, but absurdly unjust. Absurd. And so give clarity to our minds and give courage to our hearts that we may say the things that need to be said. Even give us courage, Lord, to think the things that need to be thought because it needs to start there. And then having thought them clearly and having said them plainly, let us fight for them bravely. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, look. There's a war going on in the media. We have to see how all of this fits together. The radically corrupt Democrat Party, the Marxist Party that it has become, hating America, has as its close allies the fake news media. And so there's an orchestrated effort going on here. Have you noticed, and many commentators have been pointing it out during these days, the Trump team has been pointing it out, every time something goes really bad for the Bidens, within 24, 48 hours, or sometimes the same day, they do something against Trump to make the headlines about President Trump rather than the corrupt Biden family. March the 30th, there's a House hearing on the weaponization of the federal government, and the Daily Mail reports that Hunter has has, um, these uh, Chinese business contacts. Lo and behold, that's the very time that Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump, and that becomes the lead news story. August 4th and 5th, explosive report comes out about Biden and, the, and the, the Chinese Communist Party, lo and behold, April 8th, the headlines, not that, but the raid on Mar-a-Lago. June 8th, it comes out, Joe Biden allegedly was paid $5 million by the Burisma executives. Well, lo and behold, the very next day is when Jack Smith hands down the indictment about the documents case. July 26th, the Hunter deal blows up. The sweetheart deal falls apart in court. All of a sudden, the headlines are about how terrible this is, that Hunter Biden was going to escape any kind of future prosecution. But lo and behold, the very next day, oh, what a coincidence, the superseding indictment of President Trump is issued by the corrupt America-hating Jack Smith. And then, lo and behold, July 31st, Devin Archer testifies, business partner of the Bidens, Hunter Biden. He talks about the 20 times Hunter gets on the phone to daddy in in the presence of those business associates with whom he's influence peddling. Doesn't matter what they discussed. It's the fact that he can get him on the phone that's the issue. And, oh, we don't even have time to think about that, do we? Because the next day, President Trump is indicted again. Are we stupid? Do they think we're stupid? 
Is this, is, this, is, this, is this not enough for us to know that there is an orchestrated campaign going on here between what is supposed to be an independent law enforcement operation? There's a symbiotic relationship, an orchestrated campaign between the mechanisms of quote, justice and law enforcement, the corrupt Democrat party, and the corrupt fake news media, all working in perfect harmony. Oh, yes, we're not going to be deceived here. So the timing is all planned. Biden, something goes bad. Trump, something is done to him to make headlines. You know, this is nonsense, okay? This is really really nonsense. And in the process, the side that is persecuting slash prosecuting President Trump and all the rest of us who love liberty, they get to one-sidedly leak whatever they want. Remember the photos of the documents and the boxes in President Trump's residence and all this other garbage that gets leaked, that gets leaked, that gets leaked. Meanwhile, we don't even know the names of the people on corrupt Jack Smith's team. And now he wants to take the further step of telling President Trump that he's limited in what he can say about his own case and in his own defense. President Trump put up a post the other day, and by the way, I'll put up the same post. I'll say the same thing right here that he said. You come after me, I'm coming after you. I've said that to the people who are persecuting me within church leadership and everybody else. You come after me, I'm coming after you. No more Mr. Nice Guy, no more garbage, no more crap. But he says it, and now the court, oh, the court gets all in a, in a flurry. Uh, oh, they're all flustered. Oh, we, gotta, we, can't, we can't share certain documents. They want to cut off his ability to speak. They want to cut off our ability to know. What's going on here with these cases? This should be an open process. And the freedom of speech is what's under attack here. Not only in the case itself, as we've been talking about in terms of this January 6th nonsense, and I'm going to go into that a little bit uh, more here, but also now in how we're supposed to be processing the case. That President Trump can't say the things that he needs to say in defense while he's running as a presidential candidate and while a key electoral issue precisely is these cases? Give me a break. You can't do that. Jack Smith, let me make a statement here. It's been made by others, but it's just as clear to me as to anybody else. Jack Smith has destroyed the American electoral system. Mark Levin said this clearly the other day. Others have said it. It's a conclusion that many of us have come to. Jack Smith has destroyed the American electoral system. He's the one that should be under indictment. He's the one that should be convicted. He's the one that should be in jail. And all of those working with him, including in the fake news media, 
You hate America, you go to jail. When you do things to destroy the very foundations of freedom, like what these people are doing. Disagreements are now being criminalized. You recognize what's what's so bad about this, right? Not just that a political opponent is being targeted. That's bad enough. In fact, it doesn't deserve the word just to be to be connected with. It's not that it's just that. That's bad enough. That's the stuff that Putin does. That's the stuff that Marxist regimes do, criminalizing your political opponents. In America, we believe in a free exchange of ideas, healthy, vigorous public debate, and then fair elections where if you don't agree with somebody, you, then you don't vote for them. You vote against them. But for somebody to come along and try to A, decide that who it is that we're going to have as our nominee or we're going to have as our president, rather than letting us, the people, decide, that is injustice, number one. But then number two, to say, well, we're going to make a crime out of a disagreement or out of the expression of one's convictions, it's hard to find something more un-American than that. And what am I talking about? Well, let's let's put it this way. Let's ask the question this way. What now, under this indictment about what President Trump said, because none of the charges in regard to the January 6th uh, uh, incident, none of the, the, the four counts in this most recent indictment have anything to do with inciting violence or an insurrection? or No, it has to do with expressing a viewpoint. What is it now that constitutes the rules for contesting an election. Just, just, just tell us. You wackos on the left. You persecutors of President Trump. You, it, it, what, are the, what are the rules now for an American citizen who has an opinion about an election different from the way that the election went? What are the rules now? That you got to keep quiet? That if you have an objection, if you have a question, if you're not sure that an election was fair, if you're not quite... What are the rules now? You just shut up? Especially if you're the one, I don't know, kind of on the ballot. You know, you're the one being affected by the election. Any American, whether they're affected by the election or not, has an opinion, is free to have an opinion and to express that opinion about the election. And this has always been the case. There have been, in another program, we'll go into more detail on this, there have been many very vigorously, bitterly contested presidential elections in America. Never once have have those disagreements been criminalized. In fact, our electoral process reserves to the Congress the role of sorting out those disagreements. Democrats have used that process just like Republicans have. Democrats have objected to every presidential race that they haven't won in the last uh, 20 years. And as I say, way, way before that, many, many bitterly contested elections. And yet, since when, since when is it a crime to say, you know, I'm not so sure this election was fair, or I think this should be looked at again, or I think these votes should be reconsidered, or I think this, or I think that. We can think what we want. Or even making a phone call, you know, when the other side tries to, tries to pin down, what exactly did President Trump do again? to violate people's rights. 
in regard to the 2020 election. What exactly did he do? Oh, he called the Secretary of State of such and such a state, and he he said, uh, uh, I'm contesting the votes, or I, I need you to look at this again. That's speech. It's not a criminal action. That's protected speech. Do we realize how bad this is? Prosecuting a political opponent because of speech? You know, we're going to have a 2024 election. Here's going here's to be what's going to come down. It's going to be two candidates, one of whom was indicted and the other one of whom was impeached. If things keep on their present track, and we all know, nobody can predict the future. This is just, you know, we we, we project things based on how things are happening now. We keep on the same track that we're on now. We're going to end up with one candidate who's been indicted multiple times, another candidate who will have been impeached because Joe Biden is, there's no escaping now this, this, all this evidence of the crime, the, the corruption in the Biden family. And I, I think before I keep on this track that we're on now, Dick Morris expressed this opinion in recent days. We're going to have a situation where both of them will have been, will have undergone these things and both of them will have been cleared. Because the Democrat Senate would never convict Biden. And the Supreme Court will never tolerate these indictments against Trump because they're so blatantly unconstitutional. They'll throw them out on their face. You can't criminalize free speech, for one thing. Not to mention that all the other indictments are, are it twists the law beyond recognition, applying the law to things it was never intended to cover. So you're going to have one indicted, one impeached, both cleared, And the American people are going to look at this and say, wait a minute. I'm a voter, not a juror. Criminal acts. If there's any suspicion that there was one, if there's any probability or possibility that a law was broken, if there's any investigation, it has to be held. Let a fair and proper and transparent court process take care of that. Yes, we should know what's going on. But an election is something we participate in as voters. You believe somebody's guilty of a crime? You don't like what somebody done? You think a person's out behavior was outrageous? Well, then you don't vote for him. Vote him out. Alan Dershowitz always says, hey, I voted against Trump twice. I look forward to voting against him a third time. But I want to have the right to reject him or support him myself, by my decision, not by the decision of a grand jury or, or, a, or, a, or a court proceeding. You see the difference? Of course you do. American people are going to look at this and say, we are voters, not jurors. Don't try to make political disagreements into criminal acts. Let us choose who we want to choose, and let's fight it out at the voting booth. And then we'll decide, based on the question of who is going to be 
the better president? That's the question. And when it comes to that, you know, this is not Trump against some other candidate. This is Trump against the deep state. This is Trump against the very things that are trying to disfigure this election and disfigure the law itself. That's what this is about. It's not simply about what candidate you prefer. It's about what country you prefer. And in a sense, you could say that about every election. But here we're talking about at a more fundamental level, whether this is really the America that we know and love. Not not just what policies dominate in America. You could have people agreeing with the principles of America, having equal love for the country, and still have disagreement about what country they want in in terms of what kind of policies prevail. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about literally what country do you want? Not just what candidate do you want? It has boiled, these questions have collapsed into each other. It's Trump against the deep state. It's, is he being persecuted because America is being hated and freedom is being persecuted? Or is he guilty and uh, you think he's guilty, you vote against him? It really doesn't have to be the way it is right now. But the other side has made it into this. The other side has, has disfigured this election. The other side has turned this process this time around into crap. It's become an embarrassment to the justice. Jack Smith is already an embarrassment. I mean, look how many times he's been overruled, hung juries, Supreme Courts unanimously reversing his decisions, and on and on. The guy is an utter failure when it comes to the law. And furthermore, this judge that, that, that the Trump case on about January 6th was, was, was given to, you couldn't find a more biased judge in America. When it comes to the matters of January 6th, giving sentences above what the government recommended, giving, okay, the, 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 the woman's a disaster. Now this is all, you know what, it's time to pull the fire off. It's time to wake up and realize this is the same kind of battle as our founders dealt with. I mean, here we are again. This is the same battle our founders engaged in. A battle for freedom versus tyranny. That's it. Never mind about the distinctions among the the candidates. But right now, it's President Trump standing for America, standing for freedom versus utter tyranny. I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do. I know our audience. But the rest of our fellow citizens, I don't know about them. But I'm pulling the fire alarm. I'm breaking that glass. I'm, this is not business as usual anymore. I'm not going to talk about it at business as usual. I'm not going to think about it business as usual. I'm not going to act about it business as usual. This is an emergency. This is a radical emergency. And if that flag means anything, we're going to put this, brothers and sisters, front and center. We're going to give it the attention it deserves. All the issues that we care about, all the issues that we work for, our very ability to work for them, and the very country in which we need to resolve them is all at stake.
This is a radical emergency. I know you know that. Let's bring that attitude now back into prayer. Father, we come before you tonight confident, angry, and yet confident that our nation is in your hands, but that you, having put it in our hands, expect us to respond. You expect us, Lord, you command us to be able to read the signs of the times and to respond. So give us the spirit of our founders. Give us that that thirst for liberty and that courage to defend it. Give it to us, Lord, tonight. We need it now. And awaken our fellow citizens about this travesty that is at our doorstep. We pray now in the words that Jesus gave us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks, friends. God bless you. We will talk to you soon. Spread the word about our program. We've got a lot more to delve into with all of this, and we've got to work together to fix it. We can still save this nation, but it's time to pull that fire alarm. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.